Speak Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey, and the man across the uh, panel from me tonight, you're as red as that flesh shirt behind you. What happened? Wake up, and on pots and pans. I've been working outside. Really? Yeah. You know you're a giga. You're not allowed outside. You'll fry up. You're like a vampire. As soon as the sun rays hit you, whoosh. Yeah. As soon as you open up the, the door to the fridge, that little light gives me sunburn. I've seen you scream sunburn. in the middle of the night when you open the fridge door. Yeah. You know, I'll be lying in bed and all I hear is a... Ah! Like that. And, and I know. It's jeans closed the fucking fridge door again. And my house is like three suburbs <laughs> over. <laughs> How you been, big fella? Good, mate. How's the week been? It's been a busy week. Yeah? It has been, I tell you. I've, I've, I've had a lot of geeky stuff happening this week. because There's I've, a lot of news coming out, too. There's been a lot of news. I've been catching up on some books and, of course, Same. Uh, watching some Doctor Who. And the lovely lass and I actually sat down and we watched Clerks 2 the other night. It's been a while since we've both seen Clerks 2. You, you'll be freaking out the fact that I actually read comics this week. Because I'm not, I'm not a comic reader. I'm a comic buyer. <laughs> you haven't read stuff for ages, but no. you sat down and you've been catching up. Yeah, I've been catching up on The Shadow and also on Black Beetle. What do you think? I fucking love it, man. Black Beetle from Dark Horse oh, Comics. Do yourself a favour. Go out and buy it now. Snap it up, people. It's Snap fucking it up. amazing. You finally caught up on Ghostbusters as well from yeah. WW? Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm loving it. I yeah. really have been doing yeah, it for yeah. ages. Yes. And yes. all just little things in the background you've got to keep an eye on. And they put certain characters yeah. in the background. From the, from, the, from the cartoons and from yeah. this and from yeah. that. Yeah. I'm loving it. I've, I've been digging it. And of course, um, uh, we've also just been uh, just seen the pre-orders have come out. For the Ghostbusters, Pop Heroes. Yes. Pop Heroes. How yes. awesome are they? I saw that on the uh, Ghostbusters feed on the But no Facebook. Winston. No. They've got, they've got Ray, Egon, Peter Venkman, Slimer, and Stay Puft. Stay Puft. No Winston. What's going on? Well, I, uh, from, what I hear, from what I hear, he's in the second series. <laughs> What's going to be in the second series? What are you going to have? Like well, Lewis? Uh, Lewis. Um, Goza. Um, Dana. Dana. And I think it's also going to be the there guy... There is no Dana. <laughs> only Zool. I think it's also going to be old mate from the buddy EPA. Oh, Peck. Yeah. Oh, I imagine a little pop here of Peck. <laughs> this, this, it is true. This man has no, no penis. Dick. Uh, no dick, he says. Well, I was trying to clean it up for Don't the podcast. Don't clean it up for our podcast. No? It's dick. I can say the C word. No, you're not allowed to say that. Uh, no, we're getting ro- you can't you, uh, say we're that. getting trouble for. Are you going to be buying some of these cool little Funko Pop heroes? Yeah, well, I suppose I'm just going to have to put down for the whole series. You know, I've been and hold- the second series. I've been holding off for mm. a while uh, of expanding the collection. I've got a couple of them, um, and I tell you what, I just keep looking at them, going, I'm going to have to buy more. Yeah, but then you're going to need like a whole sh- shelf, just shelf for, yeah. like a whole bookcase just for Pop heroes. I've been uh, trying to sort out my collection at home since I knew- moved in the new place, and I've got the the whole room just for my collection, and I'm trying to figure out. To put the same sort of genre stuff together, like to the Ghostbusters stuff, yeah, together. Back, yeah, Batman over Giant here, and Bob together, yeah, yeah, and, and how's that working for? Oh, you? oh, fuck! Stop the press! What happened to me this week? What happened? I got in the mail a package, a big box. You got your wand. I got my neutrino wand. How awesome is it? Oh, it's fucking beautiful, is it man. Than, is it, this is through Mattel. It Maddie is through Collector? Mattel. Yeah. Is it MattyCollector.com again? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, the last time you got something from Maddie you were disappointed. I was a little bit disappointed. This one, um, it's made of plastic, you yeah. know, so it's not... Obviously. You know, but everything moves, everything lights up, the sounds, so everything vibrates. they seem to have done a better job with the Ghostbusters uh, prop replicas mm. than they have the Back to the Future stuff. Well, I guess the Back to the Future stuff was, it, it was primarily, you know, the texture... You know, on the hoverboard, it was supposed to be like a holographic sort of texture. Yep. Like that 80s contact you used to put on 
I say eighties, nineties, nineties. We're not that when old you, when you're at high school, you know. <laughs> but um, no, this is this is amazing. It lights. I sent you a video of it. I'll have to put the video up on Facebook. I was at dinner when it comes through, so I didn't get a chance to really look at it. You, you, you flick all the switches, and it all turns on, and start the sounds, mate, and it starts pulsing. And then you flick another switch, and the little wand extends oh, with all sweet. with all lights inside. Put it in a fan film. Oh fuck yeah, man! And when you fire it off, it vibrates and shakes and lights up and oh, awesome. It's beautiful, man. Um, do you reckon you're going to be buying more of that kind of stuff as well as pop heroes and stuff like that? <gasps> see, 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 my pop heroes that I've got, I'm trying to put them into those locations in in the bed in you, this room. You're finding it hard to, to yeah. yeah. See, for me, I've just got um, one little shelf above the graphic novels at okay. home in my office. Yep, and I've got the Batman. I've only got a handful of like Batman themed pop stuff heroes. out. Yeah, but there, this is the problem. I'm looking at them. There's so many more. I want to get mm. the James Bond mm. and Bob. Mm. Um, Judge Dredd looks awesome. The little Judge Dredd oh, one. Oh, cool. You got the Ghostbusters one coming yeah, out. Yeah. Um, and I tell you what. Mm-hmm. If they announce ever announce that they're doing Doctor Who, oh. I'm fucked. Because between me and the lovely lass, <laughs> you imagine how many characters you could tap into there with Doctor Who. You'd have like a whole room full of just bloody Doctor Who ones. Did you, did you see on the, the Facebook page this week that old Dean Ashton was saying, has, had uh, we changed the name from Geek Speak to Doctor Who Speak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, though. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. But there, it's not just Doctor Who stuff. There's so much other cool stuff, yeah. especially when it comes to pop heroes. But what I want to mention, mm. do you know there's actually a shop in England? I think it's in London somewhere. Yeah. That is just what? Funko Pop Heroes. It's really? Called, it's called Pop Pop World or Funko, Funko World or something like that. It really? Is. Google it. Have a little look. It's you... a shop dedicated mm, okay. just to Pop Heroes. It's the little Funko Pop Heroes. Yeah? It looks kind of cool. And that's all, that's all they do is just how, Funko Pop Heroes. How, how many Pop Heroes could you actually buy? Well, people could collect the whole lot. But, but, you know, it's not like comics where there's a new... There's a new issue of your favourite character well, out every month. Uh, technically, mate, there's pretty much new pop heroes every single month as but, well. But, but you might not want to buy the uh, Walking Dead pop hero. Or oh, no, but it's like Game anything. of Thrones It's like hero. anything. I guess people will collect a whole series if they, you know. You yeah, that, I suppose so. It's, it's that kind of uh, OCD collector mentality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I just had to share that with you. There is a sh- I'm pretty sure it's called Funk World or yeah. Funko World or something like that. And um, it, that's all it is. It's just a shop. Oh. If, if I can find it, I'm sure it's London, but don't quote yeah. me. If it is in London, when I'm over there this year, I might try and pop along and grab some photos. Take, take a photo like and put it on the Facebook page. It looks, cool. it looks kind of funky. Awesome, man. Get it? See what I did there? See what I did there? Ha! Ha! Ginge! You should be working in Vegas. I sh- a, well, should well be. off Vegas. Off, off, off the, strip. the strip, yeah. Everyone says I should be stripping. Um, anyway. Have you heard about Seth Gordon? Do you know who Seth Gordon is? No. He's the guy who directed um, Horrible Bosses. Oh. Yeah. So guess what? what? He's been talking to a couple of the movie studios, and uh, especially uh, Sony. And do They want him, uh, he's in talks with them, I should say, for an Uncharted movie, possibly him directing oh. an Uncharted movie. Really? What do you reckon? I mean, I really, da- see, I really want to see Uncharted on the screen, but him? Well, apparently David Guggenheim has done the, the latest draft of the script, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're talking about, yeah, how about getting him in to, to have a crack? But they also, uh, uh, originally it was going to be directed by David O. Russell, uh, but he then went off to work on American Hustle instead. So okay. Seth Gordon, as we know, is best known for comedies, but he does have a history with video games as the director of the cult hit arcade documentary, The King of Kong. I've seen that. It's actually yeah, quite interesting. if you go back in the podcast, you'll be we able to hear about what that you talked about before, yeah. didn't we? I really don't. I I don't know if I could see him doing pulling off the action you of Uncharted. Well, like, Uncharted is like Indiana Jones on steroids, man. You're a fan? Yeah. Because it was an Uncharted comic came out too, it wasn't was it? was as well. You're, I know your sisters, uh, who love write it. for Geek Speak, the lovely yeah. lasses, they love Uncharted. But mm. there you go. 
go. Um, keep an eye on that. Seth Gordon for Sony Uncharted in talks to direct that film. So Jennifer Anderson's going to be in it, I guess. You reckon? Well, she was in something Horrible I, Bosses. Something I do want to make mention of, Ginge. This came out this week and... Jesus, have I heard some feedback in the shop already over this? Oh, okay. AMC, you know the guys behind um, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead and uh, Comic Book Men? Yep. Well, they have announced that, yes, the uh, Preacher series, long-awaited Preacher series, is in development. They're going oh, forward with it. Oh, here we and go. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are producers what? and writers. Now, okay. apparently once upon a time, Seth Rogen had kind of expressed a bit of interest in playing Jesse Custer. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll cast outside of him. But <laughs> Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg as producers slash writers, so they'll be doing that. They, do, they did write Buddy Green uh, Hornet. Hornet. That's right. Also reported this week is that Sam Ka- uh, Catlin, the guy behind Breaking... He's a showrunner for Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. will uh, executive produce the show. There you go. So uh, very, very interesting. AMC have announced it. Fans thus far are like, we're not so sure on Seth Rogen having his... Having, having little hands yeah. on it in, in any way. But, you know, um, look, have you ever, ever read Preacher? No, I haven't. It's, I've heard a lot about it. You talking about it? Amazing. I had a, a British mate give it to me years ago. And Once say, upon a time ago, said, read this, and I read it uh, all of the whole lot of it, and mm-hmm. I was hooked. It's really, really good. That's the one where the guy's got an ass for a face, right? The ass face is in it. Yes, it's based on the, uh, like this series will be based on the DC. Does he have, there's another one with a penis on his head. Oh, his head is uh, a his penis. Head, his head, her star. His head. He looks a bit like a, a gigantic penis. Yes, because he's got a big scar across down the. He's bald and mm-hmm. runs along. He looks like a giant cock, Ginge. Ah. Um, as we, as I was saying, Preacher will be based on the DC Vertigo comic of the same name, which was created, of course, by Garth Ennis with art by Steve Dillon. Who um, I don't mind his art style, but I don't think he's ever. It's, he's never caught me on anything else he's done. Yeah. Since Preacher, like he's done okay. a bit of Punisher and a few other series and that, but. I always look back and go, I think Preacher was it for me with, with yeah. Steve Dillon as an okay. artist. Yep. I think he, he was pretty good. All right. Um, and apparently um, Garth Ennis has come out and said that he's very much uh, happy to see that it's being developed for TV. Yeah, because he's just rubbing his hands together going, just just give me the money now. And he'd be getting a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a, yeah. a bit of moolah back out of it, yeah. I'm pretty sure, as will, of course, DC Vertigo. So there you go. If you're a Preacher fan, well, we are going to get a TV series. We just don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, with Seth Rogen having his grubby fingers on it, guess we'll have to wait and see. Mind you, there's a lot of people that whinge and carry on about new movies, new television shows like this, how they carry on like, oh, it's going to be nothing like the comic. It's not going to have the same flavour of the comic. Well, at least be happy that you're getting something based on a comic. I remember back in, you know, late 80s, early 90s, where we were getting blobs here and there of superhero movies, you know, but... At least now you can go to the cinema, you know, multiple times a year and see a superhero movie. That's right. Or a superhero TV show. We would have killed for this stuff when we were yeah. kids. I mean, we were teenagers. I, like we say... When we were young, whippersnappers. Like we say, take these, these shows, these movies as Elseworld comics. Yeah. You know? At least it's someone's interpretation of it. Now, speaking of uh, TV stuff based on DC Comics and Vertigo series, yeah. uh, the Sci-Fi Channel is uh, meant to be working on a drama based on the DC comic DMZ. I read which this. You know about DMZ, yeah. the Demilitarized Zone, and it's, it's actually a pretty good, good um, comic series. I, I quite liked mm-hmm. it. Now, apparently it's uh, the executive producers of Mad Men, Andre and Maria Jacques Maton, along with Gravity producer David Hyman, are in talks to be working on it. And uh, they want to bring that critically acclaimed comic book to the small screen. So it'd be kind of cool to see it. Now, um, despite the low sales on it, it was it was a bit of a low-selling title. Uh, the series ran from 2005 to 2012, which is a pretty good run for a yeah, Vertigo shit, title. Yeah. Uh, and it racked up numerous awards and critical acclaim along the way. I've only read a bit of it now. 
Um, I liked what I read, but I've never gotten right to the end of it. So it's, it's by Brian Wood. Now, I like Brian Wood too. Um, so it was a very politically charged comic book series, DMZ. So it be interesting to see how sci-fi treat this and how they bring it to the small I guess, screen. I guess, um, uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't most of it based in New York. It's a demilitarized zone, and it's based after this, like the Amer- the Second American Civil War. Essentially, something yeah. along those lines. It's yeah. been a while since I've read it, but I do want to go back now. Hearing this, I want to go back and have a crack yeah. uh, at it again now. I mentioned the West Wing, but based in wartime now. Ish. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, of course, as we all know, sad news about Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. and the tragic passing there. Yeah. Now, a lot of people were coming out saying, what's going to happen? Because he was only like um, seven days away from finish filming yeah. the, his part in the Hunger Games. Yep. Well, they've actually come out and said uh, they will be using CGI to complete Philip Seymour Hoffman's scenes for the Hunger Games for uh, Mockingjay mm. Part 2. Now, you've been watching the Hunger Games movies? I no. Never seen them? No, never seen them. I have. I, and I tell you what, they're actually not too bad. The first really? one didn't do an awful lot for me. Yeah. Second one went along with the uh, lovely last, saw it on the big screen and went, Wasn't the second one just good. a love story? No, a bit more action in the second no? one, I thought. I liked really? it. Yeah. Everyone keeps on saying there was a shitload more killing and action in the first one than in the second one. Uh, uh, maybe, yeah, but still, I, I like the second one. Don't, yeah. don't Get off my back. Because it was lovely W shit. <laughs> and I was there with the lovely last. Anyway, um, apparently they're going to replicate his likeness based off previous scenes okay. and do that to, to, to film the rest of his stuff mm. there, which, like I say, it was... It was um, maybe they shouldn't have said that because now people are going to be waiting to see it. You know, they're going to be on the lookout for it. Uh, to see if they can pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I think of, of, of when they do that, it kind of seems like Tron. Did you ever see the second Tron? No, never have. And they made a younger looking... Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges. Didn't work? I, it, it, looked, it looked like Roger Rabbit was talking to him. Oh, really? You could tell it wasn't. Well, let's just wait mind and see. you, Mind you, do remember that uh, the bloke that died during the filming of Gladiator, they... Uh, did the same thing with him. They digitally gave him a shave and put, yep. and superimposed him over another bloke in a scene. And you know, to this day, I couldn't really you, tell you the can't difference. Pick it? But but you know, they were doing creative shots where they were looking at his feet or looking at him from behind. You know, yeah. not full face. Well, I, guess, I guess we'll uh, we will find out now. Part mm. one of uh, of the Hunger Games: Mockingjay. It hits theaters on uh, November twenty first. This year, and part two is, of course, November 20th, 2015. Are so they doing this thing where they're ahead. getting a book and splitting it in half, like the Harry Potter films? I have not, I've never read the books, so mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't tell you. But uh, I'll, I'll go along and check these two films out. Okay. Um, we, it's movie-centric tonight, Ginger. We're talking a fair bit about movies, but I do want to bring this up. Yes. Evangeline Lilly. I love her. I think I she's saw great this, this in week. Lost. Loved her in Real Steel. Yeah. Do you like Real Steel, by the way? Yeah, I love that movie. They're talking about doing a sequel. And she was in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. The Rose, uh, yes, the latest one. The Hobbit, sorry. The Desolation of Smaug. Um, now she's uh, well. Apparently, the cast for Marvel's Ant Man just keeps getting more impressive every week. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Um, now the studio is in talks with Evangeline Lilly to star as a female lead in the superhero adaptation. Mm. The role itself hasn't actually been uh, specified yet, but uh, everyone says it'll probably be her playing the love interest to Paul Rudd's character of Scott Lang in Ant Man. It's interesting um, though. But they're wondering, will she have a connection to Michael Douglas's Hank Pym? So who knows? But uh, we will get to see that uh, film when it hits cinemas on July 17th, 2015. That's the American date, by yeah. the way, as I said. Yep. Yep. Whether we get it a week before or a week after, who the hell knows? Well, Ginger? we've been getting a lot of the Marvel films like a, a couple week, weeks uh, before. About a week, week and a half yeah. early, usually. Yeah. That's why Kevin Smith was going to see, was it Avengers when he was over Well, he was out here, yeah. Um, back in the day. But um, 
Speaking of potential casting, Gary Oldman's come out and says he has been approached mm. about Star Wars, the new Star Wars film. But he yes. has said he's not going to like say anything until it's a done deal and he's Shh. flying home from don't, filming. Don't, it, don't so. tell anyone. Don't tell uh, anyone. But he has been approached. Yeah? Which is, I think that's pretty interesting, don't you think? Mm, interesting. Very home. Well, I'm, I'm interested. You interested? I'm interested. And uh, also in movie news, this will wrap up the movie stuff for us. Apparently, The Rock had a, a bit of a tweet out this week with a photo. But it wasn't the photo that so much... No, it was, was, what people it was the hashtag. Underneath it. Uh, now, it's, it's of course, rumours rumors and speculation of uh, Batman versus Superman. I like how it's become Batman versus Superman. It's not Superman versus Batman. No, every, all the press places keep reporting it as Batman versus Superman. I always thought it was Superman versus Batman mm. Man of Steel 2 was mm. the official title, but it's... It's changing. I saw a thing last night that, uh, that potentially it's going to be called Superman versus Batman uh, Fight or Flight. Oh, really? It keeps, like I said, every... Yeah, every, it changes every day. Every week there's yeah. some new piece of uh, news coming out. Now, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he lit up the internet and it was an Instagram photo, right? That hints mm-hmm. at his potential involvement in the film as Green Lantern, Okay. Now, the picture itself isn't what was interesting. I've seen the picture. There's nothing very special no, about no, it. No, that's right. It's the hashtag, John Stewart can still whoop Superman's ass. That was the hashtag that he put mm. up. Um, now, everyone knows that uh, uh, John Stewart is the third main Green Lantern that debuted in Green Lantern, 19, uh, Green Lantern 87 in 1971. That's when John Stewart really? first... That's when he first appeared in the comic, yeah. yeah. And he was a very angry young African-American character. Now, uh, this obviously isn't a confirmation that Johnson has landed the gig, yep, yep. but it is a little bit consistent with previous rumours about the role, that that role would be in this film, because they've also... Yeah. Um, Denzel Washington's yep. name's come yep. up. Idris Elba. Yes. Uh, now, after the Ryan Reynolds version bombed in 2011, mm. Warner Brothers is uh, looking for a way to exploit the Green Lantern name without conjuring traumatising memories of the character's lone solo movie. I will be honest and go on record and say I didn't mind the film. Yeah. The costume irked yeah. me a little bit. Yeah. The mask The mask would've. was the worst part of it. Yeah. But I didn't mind the overall film. Blake Lively played Carol Ferris pretty good. Mark Strong as Sinestro. You can't go wrong. And I guess, I guess what they're doing here is they're not doing like uh, Spider-Man where they're going back to the origin and rubbing out what the first one happened. At least with this, they can just say, okay, the ring is now gone to this person. It's over here. John Stewart's yeah. the new Green, Green Lantern. Yeah. You can even do a flashback or something if you want. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, The Rock would work out perfectly for this, this role, I must yeah. be honest. Because he's He's got the over-the-top persona and physique of a comic book hero. Mm. Plus, he's now one of Hollywood's highest-grossing actors. He so, is. good on him for a guy who was a former wrestler, now turned Hollywood pro. And the bloke can actually act. He can. I love his movies. You know? I love his movies, Ginge. Mm. Anyone who doesn't like The Rock, go get your head red. You, you can go and kiss my ass and, my and smell what the... Geek speakers cook can I don't know. Uh, Is that you, what he... you, I, I don't know. You're just sounding dirty to me no, now. It sounds dirty. Really? Now, um, also, a comic, this is back to comic book-wise, and I've got to love the way DC did this this week. Um, it, it broke pretty early for us over here in Australia, as in early in the day. Yep. Um, DC on their All Access mm. uh, YouTube channel. Yep. So they've got a show there. There's two hosts that go behind the scenes of DC. Yeah. Talking to, you know, about the, the all the merch the and, and the that, comics. What's and happening. So they open the show and then it flashes to Dan DiDio and Jeff Johns in the LA offices. Yeah. And they said, we've got a special announcement to make. <laughs> and they said, well, we're going to leave it to this man. And they flipped up the, the screen on the laptop. Oh, really? There's John Romita Jr., famed Marvel artist, and also oh. you know he's, he's, we know him from his work on Wolverine, yeah. uh, Daredevil, Spider-Man, and of course Kick-Ass. Mm. He's been one of the, the like co-creator essentially of Kick-Ass yeah. with uh, Mark Miller. Yep. 
He's there and he goes, yes, I'm here to announce. And they're like, you can announce the project, John. And he says, I'm doing Superman, the monthly title with Jeff Johns kicking off mid-year. So that is a massive coup for DC Comics. And I tell you what, fanboys uh, just rejoiced <laughs> worldwide. I had a number of guys come in who don't even pick up Superman. They yeah. said, as soon as that's solicited and yep. it's ready to hit the shelves, put my name down, put my name down for it because they're, they're a fan of John Romita Jr. So wow. pretty big coup for DC Comics, getting John Romita Jr. across. I mean, he's, he's been a Marvel boy yeah. his whole life. Since his father. Yep. Yeah, John Romita Sr., a very legendary Marvel artist. Mm. Um, that's pretty cool. That was, And I just like the way DC did it. Like, Here's their own channel. They, yep. they could have released it in the press or mm-hmm. whatever, but they didn't. They just went, here's the video, and here's the man yeah. himself announcing it. I thought that was pretty fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. So uh, hats off to Dan DiDio and, uh, and the DC crew. That's a pretty good news. It's interesting uh, that they good news. managed to lure him across, man. There's you know? a piece of art that you see in the video, and it's sensed on the oh, net. Really? You'd have a look at it. Oh. And it's John Romita Jr.'s take on Superman. I must admit, man, it looks pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging it, Ginge. I'm digging it. Mm. I think it'll be pretty freaking nice. Is it just the, 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 the continuation of the suit that they've got now? Was there any Yeah, it's the new 52. It? It's, um, I didn't get that good look at it. Um, it's the new 52 suit, yep. but uh, I like it. It looks pretty cool and yeah. I mean Jeff John's writing it hmm? it'll be a top seller I yeah. guarantee wow. you you can hear those cash regi- registers ringing now <laughs> also uh, we want to make sure keep an eye out in the coming weeks we'll be seeing some reviews from our one of our Geekspeak writers will be hitting our Facebook page uh, Gamer Gibbo will be writing some comic reviews he's been mm-hmm. reading stuff from Valiant Comics Dark Horse he's got a review in there Ginger of something you'd, you'd like that <gasps> Captain Midnight oh, Dark Horse I'm comics. waiting for that trade to come out yeah so am I because it looks freaking awesome yeah. but uh, Gibbo's going to write some reviews so keep an eye out for those I'm looking for the uh, Black Bat to come out I'm waiting for the trade for that to come from out from Dynamite Entertainment yeah, yeah. and I'll tell you what talking about comics we got a good response to people uh, responding in <laughs> last week about what we mentioned last week about the Phantom yeah. well, what stories would you like to see in the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. And you know what a recurring theme was? Mm. Pirate Phantom. Pirate People Phantom all Pirate the way. Phantom. Yeah. Because there is that new um, series, a US series called Black Sails. I haven't watched any of it yet. Um, the, I'm meant to be getting some this the, week. The pirate yeah. tales. Um, apparently it's kind of like uh, there's a, uh, a young... Uh, John Silver before he becomes Long John Silver ah. in it and all this kind of thing. Um, people who have seen it are raving about it. I'm hoping to get a chance to sit, sit down the next week or so and knock a couple of episodes over. But Pirates, I think, are going to be one of those things that are going to make a comeback in the next year or two. You'll start seeing yeah. more Pirate stuff. And uh, I tell you what, if Dynamite's listening, if you still got the license uh, going in ahead another you know, 12 to 24 months, yeah. I'd be looking at doing some well, Pirate We'll have Phantom. a look at the, comment, the comments under our, our, our post. Uh, Tony said the pirates. Shane Murphy said armored phantom. Ken Best got on there. Thanks very much, Ken. He's he top said, bloke, Ken. Nice to see you still listening, Ken. He said he'd love to draw Savage Phantom. He'd, oh, I'd love know, to see Ken do it because he is a great up and coming Aussie artist based on the Gold Coast. So uh, good on you, Ken. And uh, Houston uh, said uh, pirate episodes for sure. Yep, I reckon the pirate uh, phantom would be very, very yeah, cool. Man. Speaking of Aussie stuff, Ginge, how mm. freaking awesome is it now? I'm proud to announce and put it here on the podcast. A massive congratulations to the guys behind the Crayfish comic book. Yep. They reached their Kickstarter funding level in five days. They, they gave themselves like thirty, like a month, 30 days or whatever. $2,500? They knocked it over in five days flat. And, and uh, putting my hand up, I took their big retailer package. I only had one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took their retailer package to help the boys get across the line. And uh, very happy to do it. So we'll be uh, stocking it at Kaboom Comics. And uh, if any of you good Aussie comic book stores, yeah. if they stock Australian comics, keep, tell them to keep an eye out later this year. Mm. The Crayfish comic book number one. Yeah. We'll be hitting those shells. And, I can't uh, wait to check it out, man. Hell no. I think it'll be great. 
you'll see a link we put up also promoting Sean Paulitz uh, from Comic to Movies. Yeah. His fantastic comic book called Extreme Champion Tournament. Now, have a look at the artwork on that. Oh, yeah. Go to the Kickstarter. Have a little look. It's on there. Um, make sure you help and pledge. Sean and the crew behind that one are aiming at $5,000. Now, last time I looked, Oof. they were just under two grand. I think yeah. it was. Help these boys reach their goal to get Come that on. book printed. Get, get, get the whips out. Have a, they've even got coverage on bleedingcool.com. Yeah. So, uh, I this saw that this week and I thought, holy hell, that's kudos, good, That's guys. good coverage. So good kudos. on you, Sean. And I'll tell you what, look, Sean, we've met him uh, mm. at the con- conventions down yeah. south up here in Queensland. Such a nice bloke. I'll be looking forward to, to uh, shaking his hand when that thing hits print. And he's, we'll be he's been letting us well. know through the Facebook page for the last couple of months saying, hey, check this out. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, check it out. Make sure you head to, uh, have a little look at it. We'll post a link again. Again, but it's Extreme Champion Tournament, and you can go along to Kickstarter and uh, and look for that. Type it in Extreme with an X, mm-hmm. uh, Extreme Champion Tournament. Have a little squiz and make sure you pledge a few bucks. Failing that, get onto Facebook and look up Comics to Movies. Comics to Movies, and you'll find some links on there as well. Mm. We've had a lot of people contacting us saying, hey, this is our latest uh, thing I'm doing. This is the latest comic. This is my latest project. So we thought we would start a new segment called... We put our heads together, Ginge. Yes. By the power of two idiots combined... We decided to come up with... Pimp My Project. So the whole idea, Jens, what can people do if they want to pimp their project here at Geekspeak? Yeah, just send us a note, uh, send us messages at GeekspeakAU on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash GeekspeakTV. Yeah, get yeah. in contact with us. Get on GeekspeakAU at gmail.com. We will pimp your project like you can't believe. That's yeah. what we're all about. We're here to promote... Uh, Australian content. We're happy to do it for you. Whether it's a comic, whether it's web series, whether it's a movie. Geekspeakau at gmail.com. Email it through to us. Hit us up on the Facebook page. The last couple... Whatever. The last couple episodes. Ever since we've we've heard about people's projects, we've been doing it. But lately, we've been getting people uh, sending us stuff more more and more. It's it's not just comics. It's any project that you're working on. Whether it's it's a YouTube series, uh, an up-and-coming small Aussie short film, Mm. um, a book, whatever it is. You tell us and uh, let us know. Yeah, because we're plugging so much cool Aussie stuff, we can't uh, not plug this man's project, Mr. Paul Kajeji's fantastic Pandia series. He's doing, doing Kickstarter to get it all reprinted. Now I've been selling some of the early print editions; mm-hmm. it's quite good. But Paul's gone back and he's tweaked things and yeah. he's packaging it differently, and uh, it's going up on Kickstarter. So check it on out. How about we actually throw it to Paul and let the man tell you all about it himself? G'day, Geek Speak Live. Uh, this is Paul Kajeji coming to you semi-live from Sydney. <laughs> How y'all doing? I'm hijacking a show momentarily to tell you and your fans about a Kickstarter campaign I'm running to get the first official print run of Pandia Book One off the ground, which I'm hoping that uh, your fans will be a part of supporting. Pandia, if your fans are not previously aware or have not been into Kaboom Comics, to so check it out. There's a plug I kind of did for you, Todd, so uh, you can learn something from that. It is a sci-fi action-adventure story set in Earth's distant future. The moon's been destroyed, and, you know, humanity's picked itself up from the ashes. We've got new civilizations, new religions, new economies, so on and so forth. Uh, and our hero discovers an ancient book which is going to uncover the secrets of the past, why the moon was destroyed and how these secrets can actually um, provide answers to how balance can be restored to a slowly declining world and secure a future for humanity. Big 
groundbreaking topics there. Um, so if you want to support an original sci-fi action adventure written by an Aussie, that's me, I mean, I can show you my passport, I'll get it later, please go along to Kickstarter and uh, search for Pandia, that's P-A-N-D-E-I-A. Uh, all the relevant info will be on the official website, pandia.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Pandia Comic. You can find me on Facebook and like the Facebook page if you want to be kept abreast of the situation as the Kickstarter campaign unfolds. Please check out the trailer. Um, there's a trailer for this on YouTube. It is really kick-ass, and it will probably convince you if I don't, if this ugly mug doesn't. By all means, please share the Kickstarter campaign. That is the most important thing uh, that you should be taking away from this. Anyway, guys, won't take up too much more of your show. Thanks for uh, letting me have the time to, uh, to, to pimp my project. And uh, back to you. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Paul. Folks, make sure you pledge to these Aussie Kickstarter campaigns, Ginch. It, it helps things get done, doesn't it? Like, honestly, without crowdfunding, half these things would not get off the ground. And all it, may, all it needs for you and I and everyone out there listening is when you see uh, some of these comics or some of these projects that you love the look of, go on there and buy an issue of it. That's, That's essentially what you're doing. Essentially, you're, you're pledging. You're, you're pledging money, which is getting you a copy of the book. You can pledge as little as five bucks yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. It's fantastic. Oh, look, I support as many of them as I I possibly can and uh, you know like I say the boys from uh, the Crayfish comic book yeah. they got it done in five days flat so mm. it's it's a great start for some more Aussie comic books that will be hitting the shelves later this year. Yeah, John DeCow got in contact with us about Level 17, his web series. He's going to be doing a Kickstarter very, very shortly. So it'll be cool to get some more information and we'll tell you all about that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Good, sir. His latest episode, Episode 2, has recently gone up on YouTube. Check it out. You can find that where? Level 17 on YouTube. Fantastic. Have they got a Facebook page as well? Check out Level 17 on Facebook. Awesome, sir. Awesome. It's a... Uh, hey, Ginge. Yeah? It's awesome, sauce. Check it out. It's Based a couple of years in the future, special effects very heavy. Oh, you love the future Guns, stuff, don't you? Blood, hot women. See, I like the past. You yeah. like the future. Yeah, that's what makes us so awesome, Ginger. I'm always looking backwards. You're looking forward. Well, that way we don't run into shit. <laughs> Uh, that was you, funny, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That yeah. was something. That yeah. was something, Ginge. Yeah, was something. I don't know what it was, but it was something. <laughs> Before we go, Ginge, I have to uh, quickly tell you, guess what I checked out this week? What? Justice League War. That's the new DC animated one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Based kind of on the uh, Jeff Johns, mm. uh, Jim Lee story arc in, in the, when Justice yeah. League rebooted with the new 52. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah? Uh, I was left a little bit cold by it, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just Did lately, you read the comic? Yeah, yeah I've got the yeah. comics and all that kind of stuff. So I you knew them, what was coming. Yeah, I got them as, when they were coming out single issues i've since bought the graphic novel yeah so, um, so you knew the story yeah, yeah and it was happening and all that and they've tweaked little bits and pieces of it and all that kind of stuff yeah and uh, like shazam's added into it and and all that kind of thing but you know what i might just i don't know the whole story the voice acting everything i, was, I just left a bit cold by yeah. it. i wasn't that impressed wasn't wasn't that spectacular no, and i've talked to a few other people and said yeah what do you think and they've all kind of gone Mm, not, as, not as good as the old stuff. Now, apparently, uh, rumour is DC is trying to align the stuff more with the new 52. Oh, okay. So a lot of the movies we're going to start coming out, yep. that, that we're going to start see coming out, will be closer related to the new 52 okay. story. So I guess they're trying to make it one cohesive universe between yeah. animated comics and hopefully movies yeah, down yeah, the track. Yeah. Yep, yep. My problem with that is they've got uh, Son of Batman yes. coming out soon. Um, yes. 
which I'm assuming they're going to tweak around a little bit to try and fit it in the current Batman continuity. Yeah, I was just about to say, well, that's well, not going to work with New 52. Well, it sucks because I actually did like the, the original graphic, uh, well, the series when it was coming out single mm. issues and then as a graphic novel. Mm. I've, I've got both. Once again, I've got the singles and the graphic novel. I loved it. Or else, it was really good. Or else it's going to be like an Elseworlds type thing, but they've got they've since they've gotten much, rid of anything called Elseworlds. They pretty much have, so I'm worried as to whether we ever will see Kingdom Come uh, yeah. or Identity Crisis or... Yeah. Even Final Crisis. Will we ever see them? Probably uh, not, yeah. the way things are going. But um, let's hope the Batman... Uh, sorry, Batman, the son of Batman, mm. the new animated one, it's yeah. coming out later in, in the year. Yep. I hope it's better than Justice League War. Yeah. Just didn't like the voice casting. Just thought no? it was a bit... I don't know, the animation just wasn't quite right. Okay. Oh, and I'll be honest, the last one or two D- DC animated movies, yeah. uh, especially the Justice League type ones, have left me just... Eh. What did you think of New Frontier? I loved New Frontier. Mm-hmm. I thought New Frontier was really, really well done. And that gave me hope and inspiration back then. I thought if they keep doing this kind yep. of stuff, yep. DC's going to kick ass. They've tapered back, and I don't know, I just I, I find the, the art style, the animation style is not th- to my liking. Do you think it's the budget that they've, they've reined in the amount of money know. they're spending well, on? I don't know why. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, the, these things, to my knowledge, always make good money, so... Do you remember, you, you, I remember you loving it. You saw the short, the Green Arrow short, the Catwoman short uh, the, a few uh, years Jonah ago Hicks. now. Hicks. Yeah. They were great, those shorts. And, you, and I, I remember at the time you are like, I fucking love, if they keep on doing this, I kept it's going to be a license to print money. Even that Superman Shazam movie mm. they did, mm. uh, the animated movie, yeah. that was really fucking good yep. too. But yep. the last couple of years, mate, it's just tape it off for me. Um, Under the Red Hood was really good, Batman yeah. Under the Red Hood. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. How they split that into two parts. Yep. That was really yeah. well done. The uh, year one left me cold. Really? Yeah, didn't no. enjoy Batman didn't year one. No. no, I thought it was a bit lackluster. Okay. Actually, the last couple of Superman ones as well. Uh, Superman, especially Superman versus the Elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't that impressed. Okay. So I just, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see where it all pans out. Tell us on the Facebook page if you agree that uh, it was a bit lackluster. Justice yeah. League War, the animated DC movie. You might go, Todd. Get your head Blow out, it out of the in your ass. It was fucking brilliant. Oh, I fucking loved it, Bailey. Don't know what you're sprouting about, but uh, <laughs> you might you might agree with me. You might not. I don't care. Tell us, and we'll have a bit of a, a chat about it on the Facebook page. It, it has been a week since we've done the podcast, and in this past week, we have had the Super Bowl and everything that <laughs> goes with it. What the fuck, the Super Bowl? Is that what you're going to call it? Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And everything that goes to Super Bowl. Yep. Obviously, this is the time for Advertiser to Shine and Hollywood. Trailers. The Transformers trailer mm. came out. The only good thing about it was that it had Mark Wahlberg in it. <laughs> and I'm sure... It had dinosaurs in it. Uh, I'm sure that uh, sidekick Steve Muller will be up me like a rat up a drain pipe. Cause, but you know what? I'm only going to go and watch it because I'll be forced to. <laughs> and um, honestly... He'll be, th- he'll be there with the things in your eyes, just like a clockwork yeah, orange, strapped into the chair. You know, it's got dinosaurs. I'll be like, I don't care. Uh, but honestly, I'll watch it mainly because of uh, Mark Wahlberg. I like him as an actor. I think he's mm. great. But yeah, that came out, the new Captain America trailer. I, the that, trailer. that looks... Looked a bit of all right, man. It, did, it gave you a bit. Of, you were walking around with a little uh, uh, out the front of your pants. It's, um, Could have just been a pen down there. I don't know. It, it, it's a little pocket knife that I keep <laughs> in my pocket. Um, it was half open, and um, it's it's an interesting sort of development for for a sequel for Captain America. It's. It's an interesting direction they're, they're putting this character in, you know? It's a bit different, isn't it? Isn't it? It's almost like Captain America is forging out against S.H.I.E.L.D. and against the government. So it's almost falling into place with Civil War in the Marvel Universe. You reckon? Well, 
It's kind of hinting at it, isn't it? Uh, maybe, but I guess we won't know until we see mm. it on the big screen. The Falcon. By the way, some of the ads that came out, fantastic. Didn't think the Doritos one deserved to win. Uh, the one that did win the time machine, well, Doritos. What? what? It was the time machine one. Oh, I mate, didn't on see the, that one. On the front yard yeah. in a cardboard box. Yeah. And this kid scams him out of his packet of Doritos. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that won over oh. the Australian one and all that, which I thought was a bit the shit. The finger cleaner. The finger cleaner. Uh. Anyway, uh, but the M&M ad was kind of cool too. Where the peanut M&M gets abducted by uh, the Russians. I really didn't think that um, the SodaStream one was needed to be... Cla- clarification as to why it got, uh, got pulled mm-hmm. because it mocked Coke and Pepsi, both big sponsors, both sponsors of the Super Bowl. Of, so of, there you go. Of NFL teams. Yeah. And, yeah. That's why yeah. it got pulled. Mm. Anyway, that's it, Ginge. Anything else you want to tell the folks? No, that's about it. I'm a bit sexy. Well, you Okay. Um, Just a little bit. That bit there. Can you see it? Can, can oh. you see it? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to ask your missus about that. Ginge, where can people find our stuff? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV, YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia, at Geekspeak AU on Twitter, and Geekspeak AU at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you for joining me once again. Thank you very much. Wake up, on Pods and Pants. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geekspeak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and TV series. Stay geeky. Stay geeky.